days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Today we're talking about the 49ers run game and what it will look like in 2022. Will it be drastically different? Will it be absolutely the same? Or could it be a combination of both? Wait, the same and yet different? Oh my God, that is glorious. And you know what? If you want to find out if that mystery can actually be solved and if we can actually explain it, hit the like button right now and the subscribe button if you haven't already and the notification bell. There's a lot of things we want you to press, but when you press them, it helps the channel, number one. It helps you, number two, because you're more important about the 49ers. And then number three, it makes it so that our social media doesn't have to be responsible for remembering and reminding to you that, hey, we have a video going live because YouTube will do it for us sometimes. Sometimes, Ant. No guarantees. No, no guarantees. Uh, YouTube, YouTube can't promise that. They can't guarantee it, Ant. But what do you think the run game is going to look like for the 49ers in, in 2022? Of the two of us, you're the run game connoisseur. You were the one who, as a coach, Ant coming up was the one crafting crazy and creative ways to run the football and coming up with glorious formations such as ton right and ton left to, to run said football out of and doing a lot of fun stuff there. And so run game-wise, do you think the 49ers are going to look more of the same? Or you think they're going to look different, or did you tease it? It's going to be a little bit of both. Yeah, I think there's going to be added aspects to this offense that are going to be different because I think you're getting a new run game coordinator. Uh, Chris Forster is going to change the way that this run game ultimately looks. And then I think you've seen the direction kind of change with the way they've drafted. So I do think that there's going to be some changes, but I do think that some of it's going to look the same because when it comes down to it, this is still Kyle Shanahan's offense. So Kyle Shanahan's going to want to execute the run game the way that he's always done. You know, why change what works? So I think there's going to be elements to his game that always stay the same, and then there'll be new wrinkles. And I think sometimes, and he's talked about this, when you have different coaches handling different things, you get new wrinkles. You get different approaches to the way that you're going to run offense. And I think that's what you're going to get this year. You're going to get some Anthony Lynn. You're going to get some Chris Forrester. And ultimately, it's going to fit into what Kyle Shanahan wants to do on offense. So outside zone is here to stay. Gap scheme is going to be there, but now you're going to have a lot more power in what they can do. The addition of Aaron Banks playing left guard is going to for sure make the left side of the line easy to run behind between him and Trent Williams. And then you just got big running backs. Elijah Mitchell already stated he's going to be 215 pounds coming up this year. They drafted TDP. He's going to be over 220 pounds. Trey Sermon, a big 215-pound physical running back. And then you throw in the fact you have Jeff Wilson Jr. who runs like his hair is on fire. And I think you've got the makings for a very dominant run game, a run game that's going to wear wear you down. I think that is going to be big for the pass game. But the added element that I'm probably the most excited about, Alex, is Trey Lance. Because Trey Lance's ability to use his legs is what's going to cause defenses a little bit of pause. Do I stay with Trey or do I go with that running back when he's given that out when he's given that zone look, that read look? And if that that edge player goes down the line of scrimmage with the running back, Trey Lance is going to pull. If not, he's going to have to stay on Trey Lance, which means there's going to be an open void for this running back to be able to cut up the field. That's going to put a lot of pressure on the outside linebacker to fill. And if he doesn't, there could be a potential big-time plays for Elijah Mitchell in this running back group. Agreed with you on that. And the other big thing, too, to take out of this is because of Trey Lance's ability to run the football, it forces defenses to construct their run fits in a different way, meaning 
you may not want to commit nine, ten guys in the box with Trey Lance's arm and his ability. But you may be forced to if the 49ers are running the ball down your throat because you need that extra guy in the run fit in case your linebacker or someone of that nature does scrape and come down the line to take the running back away. Ant and all of the Niners offensive linemen get up to second level, make their blocks, they establish everything. Then you need that extra guy to come down in the box, come, come down from over the top instead of playing that deep third and come down and fill that outside lane to take that gap that Trey Lance can now run in with the void created. Those are all problems for teams to ha- that are going to have to deal with it. And again, you have to balance it. And Trey's ability to stretch the ball offensively with, with the pass game is going to continue to make things easy for the run game, ideally. The Niners are going to rely on more complementary style football on the offense and offensive side of the ball in terms of run and pass game working in unison to help and benefit one another than I think in any previous year in San Francisco where it's felt like the run game has dominated, been been the overwhelmingly dominant force. And I think it's the, the reason why a lot of fans have wanted a move from Jimmy Garoppolo is because it felt like Jimmy was being carried by the run game and not doing enough to really punish defenses for loading the box up. Well, now you have a quarterback who can't. He can punish you for loading the box up. Yeah, you're right. You know, and I, I think that's one of the things that's going to change this run game is the fact that he's probably not going to see as many bare fronts. You're probably not going to see as many eight men in the box. You know, as you've seen in previous years with Jimmy Garoppolo, where it felt like they just completely compact everyone into that line of scrimmage. I mean, it felt like 10 guys were in there at times, and sometimes it looked like 20. Uh, it literally we, felt like watching your defenses yeah. when, when I was coaching with you, like how those defenses were schemed, what they were designed to do, daring teams to beat us with their arm in either one-on-one coverage or disguise coverages. It literally felt like that, Ant. Like we were just loading it up and saying you're not running the ball you're gonna have to throw it's high school football uh let's see if your quarterback can do it and that's basically what they did you know they used the bare front to take away the outside zone and make it really difficult on the 49ers on the edge uh, and then it made it difficult to run in the interior too now the one good thing about it was elijah mitchell operated very well in the interior part of the offensive line and the the blocking was pretty good and they used the gap scheme and were able to pull guys and kick guys out and then they also implemented what was really cool to help overcome the the bared front was put a running back in motion they would go to an a set with a single running back but they would take like a jeff wilson jr uh and put him on the edge and run him in motion and have him kick out or you know ride that defensive end and create a running lane on the outside it was a nice way of handling it i think the 49ers did that then they ended up running some counters and reverses back the other way but it was a new wrinkle to what they did that mike mcdaniel and kyle shannon came up with and i'm curious what those wrinkles are going to be but i think i'm even more curious about what these defenses are going to try to do to the 49ers because if you come up in that bare front to stop this run and trey lance is able to get the ball down the field to these playmakers you're going to be in a world of hurt so you wonder how long they're going to be able to stay with that and once they go away from the bare front can the 49ers just overtake them with a dominant run game that's predicated on big physical running backs and a new style of big physical linemen. Agreed. I think this has been a shift. And last year we predicted maybe a more sh- a shift to a more physical style of running game from the 49ers. Um, and we didn't necessarily see it at first, Ant, but as the season progressed, you did start to see it more and more and more starting to take shape and tape, tape, take form. Are we going to see the complete evolution of that now? Um, and what is the evolution going to be like on the defense? Because again, as, as the board shifts and as teams start to show their defense, how they're going to play against this attack of San Francisco, Kyle was sitting there taking an offseason and figuring things out. He, he has never felt like teams have done enough with that bare front to maybe completely stifle his run game. We haven't seen a huge shift. Last year, we started to see a little bit of a shift, maybe 
I, I don't want to say more away from it, but but definitely towards a more specific style where in the past it looked like speed was the predicate. Now it seems like speed isn't necessarily the top priority so much as controlling that inside, being able to kick guys out, run inside where you want, have good running lanes, chunk away five, six yards. And you know, hey, if you're breaking off a 20 yard run, Ant, that's still just as good as a you know 40 yard run to the house right now for touchdowns. Being able to control the clock, keep teams, opponents, offenses off the field, keep his defense fresh is just as important. And the easiest way to do that, Ant, is with the dominant run game. Yeah, and you've seen the evolution of the run game through the years, right? Whether it was 2019, where they they did have all that speed, but they ran primarily gap scheme. They ran mm -hmm. gap scheme a lot. Mm -hmm. And then when you went to 2020, they added in the outside pitch. They were pitching the ball to Raheem Mostert. He was making the big plays down the sidelines and doing a lot of dynamic things that way. And then in 2021, it was finding creative ways to beat the bare front. And that was by putting guys in motion and having them kick guys out more of wham blocking styles. So every single year they find something. Now, the defenses in the NFL are very, very smart, and these coordinators are going to try to figure out a way to handle what the 49ers are doing. But I think what the, what the 49ers did with the running back room was they got guys that can do a variety of different things. The scary part about Elijah Mitchell is he can literally run everything you want to run. You want gap scheme, he's good at it. You want outside zone, he's good at it. You, know, you want something vertical, you want to run an ISO or something like that, a trap. He can run those. So I think that what they've done is created opportunities for them in the in the run game. And then Trey Lance is going to potentially give them even more opportunities to spread the field and create bigger running lanes for these running backs. Uh, so I think it's an exciting run game for the 49ers, and I think that's going to bleed into the pass game as well. But right away, the run game gets so much better with Trey Lance at the helm, and it has less to do with him actually using his legs and more to do with the fear of him using his legs. I think that's going to be interesting the other part that may be interesting is the usage of Debo Samuel in the run game. How much do they actually use him in the run game, and how much is he just window dressing? I, I expect to see a lot of window dressing early this upcoming season. I would think so, too. Especially with all the, the rumblings of him not necessarily being happy with how much he was utilized as a running back. Maybe a little bit more window dressing early on, forcing teams to know, number one, number one, you already know we can use him in this way, so you better respect it. Uh, but number two, See, Debo, we don't have to use you as a running back. It was just it was just last year. It was just last season. Yeah, I think using Debo Samuel in the run game later on in the year in the playoffs is still something Kyle Shanahan wants to do when it's, you know, winner takes it all type situations. You know, late in the games, you need something finished off. Debo Samuel can handle that. But you're going to have to give it give it to him a few times just to keep people honest. But I think Ray Ray McLeod will be involved in the run game as well. So I think you're going to see him you know, get a few little carries here, some fly sweeps, um, add in that area. And I think that's going to help take a little bit of pressure off Debo Samuel. But nothing gets the defense's attention more than seeing number 19 on the move or number 19 in the backfield. Uh, so any sort of play action that comes off of him, just give him the ball a couple times during the game. I think he's going to get a couple times during the game. That'll keep defenses honest and defenses locked into what he could do because in those two in those two chances that he gets the ball, he has an opportunity to make something happen. And if anyone's going to get it done, it's going to be him. That's very, very accurate. Chat, let us know what you think the run game will look like in 2022 for the San Francisco 49ers. What role will Trey Lance play in that? Will it be a running role? Will it be the threat of running role? Or will it just be his ability to stretch the field with said football that will create better running opportunities and lanes for the running backs? We want to hear from you. We want to have this conversation with you. And while you're down there commenting, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already and hit that notification bell. And because there's more conversations, there's more videos, there's more topics, including training camp position battles, baby. You don't want to miss those. Yeah, training camp position battles are coming up and probably 
Uh, some of them are going to involve this running back room because there's some interesting conversations involving these guys, whether that's Trey Sermon, TDP, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., and Jamichael Hasty. I think you know there are questions about who is going to be filling what role, and those roles still haven't been defined. But we're going to get all into it with our training camp battle. So be on the lookout for all of those. There's going to be a lot along the way because the four yards have a lot of good players. Some of them are going to make this team some art, and then some are just simply battling, battling for starting jobs. Very, very true. It's going to be a contentious offseason and lots of position battles, lots of drama, lots of storylines to tell and for storylines to unfold. So don't miss any of it. All of the, the, the drama, all of the conversations will be happening right here on the 49ers Cutback. We'll catch you all for all of those videos and all those conversations at a later time and date. But until the next one, stay safe. Remember the right way is always the 49ers way.